Hello and welcome to the Venus and Vesta Evolutionary Astrology Podcast. It's so weird. I want to talk about Mercury retrograde um, for this episode. And we also know that Mercury retrograde does cause a few tech issues and you would not believe the amount of effort it's taken me to get here. So even talking about Mercury retrograde brings about those kind of tech issues that make you want to throw your Mac across the room. That That's where I'm at right now, but I'm calming down. <laughs> so yeah, Mercury is about to go retrograde um, right in the middle of Venus retrograde. So we're going to have two personal planets in retrograde at the same time. But before we go there, um, I want to highlight that this week on the 21st of August, we have the yod that was created by Venus retrograde point. So Venus went up to 28 degrees Leo and created a yod with Pluto on one side and Neptune on the other. And this was like a this yod is like the finger of God pointing at this very specific point. And it's only a few orbs either side, a few degrees either side, the orb of that area that you can choose to have the point at. It's not not a wide area. So it's very specific. So this 28 degrees Leo point is um, is kind of primed for action and now right now on for this week on the 21st of august this yod is activated again by the sun so the sun is now passing this point at 28 degrees leo so it's kind of a reigniting of the whole idea of this venus retrograde on one side of course we've got the pluto and capricorn which represents the patriarchy and the power um you know in and maybe our careers as well maybe it's something we're looking at real where we're heading what we're doing what we're doing with our lives you know are we moving more into big institutions for our careers and you know I've been saying for a while that this isn't going to happen anymore, that the idea that Pluto and Capricorn bringing about this third industrial revolution where once, you know, there's well, they have been building all along the Thames in London. There's these big office blocks with big glass fronted receptions, headquarter offices. But people aren't going to work like that anymore. They're not going to commute into these big offices that, you know, Imagine that was kind of really created. The idea of that was created in the 1960s, um, you know, after the war, really. And and that's that's kind of an old time era of how people might work. People much more work from home. Google, Facebook, Amazon, they are all um, allowing their staff to work from home, which is great. So, you know, it's not going to be this big office thing or they're working in hubs and without proper desks. So, um I really think that's a big question. You know, Pluto is still working his magic in Capricorn to show how that isn't working and how there is a slavery drudgery system going on there. But also on the wider scale, that whole patriarchy idea um, of the capitalism and the big greed of the corporates on one side. Um, and on the other side, we have Venus. Oh, sorry, don't we don't have Venus. On the one side, we have that. On the other side, we have Neptune in Pisces. And Neptune in Pisces, Neptune rules Pisces, and it shows where we are lost, or where we have given ourselves up, and where we're just fumbling about in the dark, really, and we really don't understand. And maybe we don't understand really how far we've got how far we've gone deep into the clutches of the capitalism and the patriarchy, really. 
um, that's how far maybe we're lost. It's the program. We can't see the program that we're in. But on the other hand, on a personal level, it means, you know, this is where you're going to dream big. This is where your dreams come true. This is where the magic happens. And so the sun here on this Venus retrograde spot is here to highlight our Venus retrograde journey, to get us to engage with it more fully, to understand what our values are, what is in our hearts. And it's like for humanity to have a big wake up of the heart, a big expansion of the heart chakra. Um, and that's one of the points that we're all here and how we might ascend, how we might raise our vibration, because, you know, the heart has electromagnetic field that goes far beyond the body, at least two meters beyond the body. So that's how when people sense your vibe, they're sensing what's in your heart. That's the vibe that you give off. It's not your liver or your stomach or your brain. Your brain has really very minimal electromagnetic frequency. It doesn't it doesn't go beyond you. Whereas the heart, that's it. And that's what we're dealing with here now, that we've got to look at what's in our heart in order to understand that's how we enter the room. That's what happens. We, that's the energy that we give off. And so the sun here is going, right, check a look, check that out. What are you doing? What's going on there? And let's heal it. And also, obviously, the Venus uh, in Leo will be looking at the romance and our passions, our loves. But, you know, this is about our vital force and our health and, you know, the health of our heart as well. Um, and I was kind of looking as well beyond the, the personal to what is going on on the wider scale. Say what is going on in Maui, for example, you know, with the Pluto in Capricorn, um, the idea that the big corporate governments want to buy up the land at a dirt cheap price. You know, they're they're sort of suddenly coming into this amazing area it's called Lahaina in Ma in Maui where um the more the native Hawaiians live and it hasn't been taken over by like if you look at Honolulu Beach it's all these big high rises and it's commercial and it's kind of America but the Lahaina is still Hawaiian and this is the area that's been um completely blasted with the wildfires and now the realtors the estate agents are coming in to go come and we'll buy up your land for cheap because it's such a juicy piece of land um, and apparently Oprah Winfrey's got some land right next door to that as well but anyway this is really showing the Pluto and Capricorn side and that also then the Neptune in Pisces side where there's this beautiful native land that's completely innocent to what's going on and has completely been not um let's say, um, devastated by the fire because, you know, Neptune's influence is to dissolve. So this whole community has been dissolved, as it were. And, um, you know, they don't have the money and the power to kind of rebuild brilliantly, but the realtors are already knocking on their doors. And so there we are with the sun on this Venus 28 degree Leo point going, OK, so so what what can you do here? What are your values around this? You know, you can sell yourself and go, oh, I don't realize what's happening and sell myself off um, or talking as if it was happening to me. But um or you can stand up for something and wake up to what could really happen here. And that's just a really good example of how this yod might work. It's really important because the yod, of course, is two in conjuncts pointing at one point. And the, it, one in conjunct on its own, normally do, it's two planets that don't understand each other and therefore ignore each other and don't really get into each other's um, pockets, as it were. But anyway, this... Um, but also the idea that they're both pointing at that now the sun, 
previously Venus, where she retrograded from, but now the sun. And the idea about Leo is our sovereignty. You know what? This is our sovereignty. This is our values here. And, um, you know, this is am I giving away my power? Can I stand in my power here? So um, that's happening on the 21st of August. And I think it's kind of something to note and see what happens around that point um, in terms of power, giving your money away, giving it to or your power away, giving it to the corporates, those ideas on a grand scale, as well as us standing up personally for what we believe and what we want within ourselves. Hmm. So um, that happens just before the 23rd of August. On the 23rd of August, Virgo season starts with the sun ingress into Virgo and the sun enters Virgo um, in the morning and in the afternoon, Mercury goes retrograde. And I'm always <laughs> only talking about Mercury retrograde and I'm already in the middle of the IT mashup. But anyway... That's for another story. Um, so Mercury is going to go retrograde. It's going retrograde at 21 degrees Virgo. And from here, um, where Mercury retrogrades, sort of comes along stations at and retrogrades from, um, is the base of what is called a kite formation. And so we've got two, two big kind of quite unusual aspects happening the yod and the yod will have moved on because the sun is only on a few on a couple of degrees that this can be created so the sun will have moved on by the 23rd just moved on um and um then this mercury arrives arrives next right next to mars and right next to Pallas athena in order to create a kite formation and it's like wow this is another big aspect in the sky at the moment and Mercury joining up with Mars is right at the bottom of this kite. And the bottom of the kite is really the driving force of the kite. And we're heading towards the focus of the kite. The kite is at the other side, the opposition, which is Neptune in Pisces. Because, of course, Virgo and Pisces are in opposition to each other. And there's uh, Neptune on one side and well, exactly opposite Mars at this point. So that's kind of a thing was Mars in Virgo is absolute certainty cutting through layers of ideas and kind of uncertainty to go right. That's what we need. That's the data. That's where we're heading kind of thing and bringing it the data around. Um, and on Neptune in Pisces is the complete opposite, <laughs> floundering around and being in a dream, in a stupor, a magical stupor. It's the ecstasy as well, isn't it, as well? Um, but then Mercury just about joins to join the bottom of this kite formation. And the kite really is the base. So you have, first of all, you have a grand in this case, earth trine. Uh, uh, so a grand trine is a, a trine is one side of a triangle. A grand trine is three planets making up um, a trine, to, uh, three trines together. So it's called a grand trine. And it's usually called the grand earth, the grand air, the grand fire, depending on what signs they, they are in. So we've got a grand earth trine here. So they're in earth um, signs along with Uranus uh, and Jupiter in in Taurus and Pluto in Capricorn. 
So these guys in Virgo are now at the bottom of this kite. So opposite, so that to create the kite from the opposition you have at the head of the kite is Neptune in Pisces. And on the two sides, there's two sextiles, which and a sextile is half half a trine. <laughs> so the two sextiles make up the bridge at the top to make the uh, the higher bit, and they are coming off from. Neptune on one side and Pluto on the other. And so they're making the focus for the um, Grand Earth Trine. So a Grand Earth Trine, the energy in a trine will go round and round. And so if it's kind of like air, it can get, can get really quite busy because the air is just like flying and, you know, and being excitable, energetic and not really unstable in a way. But, you know, can, things can happen so fast because the trine allows it to keep moving. But of course, Earth doesn't move fast. So when you have a grand Earth trine, it's like, wow, this this is, this things are really happening. Mountains can move here. But now that they've got a focus, now their focus is actually at Neptune in Pisces. And that, as I mentioned before, is where we are in delusion into the grandeur of things. Oh, not into the grandeur. So uh, the delusion that we are in, into the program that we're in and the things that run our lives that we're really not aware of. And perhaps where we just have to surrender. Do we surrender to it? We could be surrendering to that for years and not understand and we have for centuries but now we want to take um we want to wake up because these other planets are are um you know this is a big moment in time also so we've got these two big aspects happening one straight after the other and we think about these aspects as our astral energy and when they're in our natal chart you'll see the aspects as your as your astral energy your emotional your your um your creative and um fluid energy of um the way you might feel things and um express things it's incredibly fluid and creative this astral energy and that's where you can see people's uh, astral body within their aspects within their chart but when it's on a big scale like this and it's um happening you know in real time and it's involving big generational planets you can see that um you know we are looking at what's happening the fluidity of happening so it's us that are changing that we the the emotional energy the astral energy of this planet is up for moving and it's going to move things really on a very deep way shift deeply held structures you know that might be and that might be the shift that happens around Lahaina you know Maui has got this magical quality anyway um you know in some essences the last point of Atlantis and other ideas around that but here we having um we're seeing in real time as well the what really happens in a disaster like this you know that the, the the big guys can come in and own more property and take over and the little guys just get lost. And maybe that's what we're seeing here um, for us to actually feel that properly. Whereas before we may not have we don't we didn't have social media. We didn't have the awareness to see what would happen in a disaster like that. So um, we're going to see things things gears are being shifted here our governments organize big organizations you're going to see them shifting gear here in this time and in our own lives we'll see a shift in the arrangements a shift within relationships maybe a house move and maybe um 
end end of a period of going to college or something you know there's a real shift moving on for all of us and of course in September anyway everyone's changing to college to changing years going back to school etc um but I definitely think you know that idea that we're all going through this personal change and it is happening on an astral level. Our astral bodies are changing too. That this will happen in, we'll see it on the news in Lahaina as well. The locale in my Maui. You know, it's the fires starting, you know, with Uranus in Taurus as part of that grand fire trine. Uranus in Taurus, the Earth, will definitely have the electromag electro or electrifying energy to really blast in there and create fires. Which, you know, again, there's another debatable thing. Were they started naturally from the um, hurricanes or were they actually blasted in with uh, those um, dews, DEWs, those um, uh, weapons that can blast into locales and set them on fire? Um, there is that to look into, too. How were they started? And um, so let's let's see how that progresses as well. Um, so when we have Mercury going into retrograde, of course, as I've mentioned, you know, there is that shift in mental gear, shift in IT, shift in um, programming, uh, the way we're thinking, what we're thinking, left brain to right brain, whichever way describes that best for you. But that shift for Mercury retrograde often brings about the calamities which I have been experiencing this morning and last night it's trying to record this so um yeah it's even just talking about it it doesn't have to happen but anyway on the 23rd of August be aware that, that there's that might be happening but anyway there we have we know that Mercury in Virgo we have to do the have to go through a due diligence process it has to be observed you know mercury in virgo anyway it's like mercury rules virgo and it'll want you to look at the the small print at the fine details and really get these things right um you know virgo wants utter truth and wants purity and simplicity like what is the really going on here and with mercury coming in here it's going to enliven all those ideas and the discussions around it so not just a discussion around what really is happening and the truth and and um you know proper um ideas of communication how we might communicate and and discuss these you know that when mercury goes retrograde here there may be a shift in people going from um, one truth to another, as it were, you know, the, the truth that you might see in the media and then really what's happening underneath, because it's like a, an underlying, there's uh, the shift has to happen when it, the planet goes retrograde, but then we're in another way of looking at it for a while. And of course, it's at the tail of the of this powerful kite formation. So we know and it's driving forward this kite so the information that, that Mercury retrograde or Mercury on its own in Virgo, Mercury direct in Virgo, the correction that it's going to create of facts. You know, it's not alternative facts, it's the facts. And um, this is the driver for it. Um, so if anything gets delayed for you around this time, be assured that um, 
you know, this is a good delay. This is you need to read back into the small print here. Look at what's going on. And, and maybe it's a great time to have a pause and um, do more research. Look into the background of what's happening because um, and, and don't get frustrated about those delays. Um, also be mindful that Virgo rules the digestion. Um, and it's about our health and our metabolism. Virgo loves a set of supplements and a healthy diet. Um, so with Mercury here and Mars, Mars really powering this up as well. Um, we're going to look at the, also the nervous system and obviously the nervous system, you know, around the metabolism, you know, for our second brain in the digestion, in, in, in the gut. You know, maybe that's some time to look at what's going on with our gut and um, how our thoughts and our, our emotional nature affects our digestion and our gut. That is a really good way to look through at your digestion at this point um, and fix or try and fix your digestive issues if you have any or um, have a look at them in a different way to other than just taking probiotics and just realize that perhaps this is um, emotionally I'm going for this rather than I'm changing this up emotionally I am um, creating these um, effects in my digestion but anyway this is great for new healthy habits um, you know, Mercury in Virgo, in a more esoteric sense, holds the idea in the mind of God. Um, it enhances the synthesis of of the mind wisdom through the soul. So uh, as much as it, Mercury in Virgo, as I mentioned, will be the nervous system affecting the digestion. Here, we've almost got the God, uh, the soul being affected by the mind wisdom, the, the what's coming in through the soul. So there's a relationship there too. And um, it's like your, your, your intelligence blended with reason and the therefore then the unconscious metabolism of ideas. If you see what I mean, the, the way that your things come about within you isn't always you don't think through every single thing. Sometimes a, an idea or a thought or a, a reasoning and understanding emerges. And that has been going on within your soul, within your mind soul, uh, without you being aware. So it's an unconscious metabolism of ideas, just like your food. You unconsciously metabolize your food, but also. So what we're saying here is bring, you know, we can bring Mercury is already doing that, but we can maybe bring some sensitivity or awareness or some good ideas to that whole process. If you see what I mean. Um, and of course, you know, Virgo is health, it's medication. And also Virgo is where we are in service. And, you know, maybe that's the world health service that we might be looking at to bring into focus. What questions should be asking here? And maybe is there more information available on that front as well? Um, Mars in Virgo will have been digging into facts for quite some time now, the last couple of weeks. And so maybe this is a time to get a health check or... Um, Look at what you've been um, told already about your health and get some new ideas around that. 
So um, also a really good time to encourage intellectual pursuits uh, during this phase and dig deeper into possibilities for rewrites or uh, re-editing, you know, upgrading your, you know, maybe you're journaling at the time, maybe you're reading something or maybe you're expressing something um, within um electronically or artistically but that you know the detail of that could be looked at um this retrograde mercury retrograde lasts until the 15th of september so it's the 23rd of august to the 15th of september and mercury retrogrades back to eight degrees virgo so um there is quite a few uh it's, you know three weeks here for us to dig into um yeah, some of the written information that we have, some of the ideas that we're thinking about. So, right, so this is at the the base of the kite and at the front of the kite also then is Neptune in Pisces. And nothing could be more delusional than Neptune in in Pisces. And nothing could be more disempowering, actually. So really, this Mercury retrograde is asking you to get your stuff right so that you are less disempowered or delusioned kind of thing um because of of course this is this is happening to all of us and you know with neptune in pisces uh at the head of this kite this is the big surrender the grand oppression and where we have no agency where we have no power so if we're power, powerless, lost and powerless, this giant machinery can take over um, the global corporations, the money making. You know, this is where we, you know, where we're hemorrhaging money. So definitely use this Mercury retrograde to sort some of those things out that might be going on. Um, and remember also, you know, Neptune in Pisces is also the glamour and the glamour that we talk about when um you know, glamour as in Hollywood. So maybe there's some things we're going to find out about Hollywood within this with this whole process. But also the glamour is when a witch does a glamour, it's like she makes herself invisible. It's like the veil, the glamour uh, or the sparkle that hides what's going on. And that's very much where, you know, it's very similar to the word glamour anyway, but it's hiding of the truth, hiding of physical evidence. And um, that's Neptune's area anyway. Neptune rules both these meanings of that witchy glamour, uh, the glamour, or the glamour of Hollywood, the glamour and the um, fascination that we would have of something that's that's was deemed superior or or more sparkly for us. Um, and also with Neptune in Pisces, it is about the spirituality and our surrender to spirituality and maybe our spiritual quest that we might be on the magic and the beauty of that and allowing that to unfold as well so it's like get your get your ducks in a row and go for it in a way <laughs> who knows what's going to turn out uh but mercury retrograde in virgo is definitely going to bring up some new information here mars in virgo is adding the power and the certainty and pallas athena there um pallas athena is athena once she took on the name of pallas her friend who she inadvertently um caused the death of so she brings on pallas so pallas athena is our genius our natural wisdom so um Maybe we're digging deep into ideas of our own rather than what we are being told. 
this also remember this starts on the first as i was saying mars is in virgo and um Pallas Athena is in virgo with mercury but now the sun it's the first day of virgo season um so yeah so that i'm i'm liking the idea that mars is here to help it's like cutting through layers and layers of issues here and getting to a really much better point now within that grand earth trine that um this virgo part kind of is part of um we have jupiter and uranus in um taurus as the part of the grand earth trine and of course i feel like you know this is the shake up of the earth here taurus the shake up that we're feeling the the splitting of the physical etheric astral body anyway and uh which i've talked about in previous episodes um it's also the idea that we're becoming much more aware of the planet sustainability issues, factory farming and the decimation of what we're doing to the world and um, and potentially nuclear or uh, superpowers that we kind of not aware of. 5G, nuclear, um, those are kind of ideas and also DEW's weather systems, harp weather systems that can destroy... Um, um, communities and areas of the world and create new weather for wherever it's required but using it as a weapon rather than rather than actually to save somebody from uh devastation um so the idea then that we've both got then we've got um uranus and jupiter and jupiter is expanding everything uranus does now and they're not going to meet till next year but uranus here in taurus is about to go retrograde haha <laughs> so on the 29th of august uranus also goes retrograde um and that means that every planet except for mars and except for jupiter is going retrograde and that's quite a powerful moment that's six planets and Chiron, so seven really, but six planets now in retrograde. And this is unusual really because we're having two personal planets. Mercury and Venus are retrograde. Um, Saturn, Neptune, Pluto and now Uranus. They're all in retrograde motion. This is a rare phenomenon. And I kind of you scour through the Ephemeris tables when you look through the year and see where this might be happening. And it's, you know, happening once every 18 months or so. It doesn't happen often, but we are going through a period in time where for the last few years uh, and next year included, we're going to have a period of all planets in direct motion, APDM. So they're kind of all in unison. They're all going retrograde at the same, same time. They're all going forward at the same time in the same times of the year so the beginning of the year which is great time for actually for them to go forward and right now they're all about to go from the 29th of august for actually only four days i think it is they're going four days they're going all in a retrograde motion and i always say do not fear the retrograde we need this for a sense check a safety net a security to protect ourselves to ensure that we are doing the right thing because when they're going forward all together this is a rare phenomenon and you can scour the ephemeris tables the tables of where the planets are um for when this happens because you can see them highlighted but so and at the moment we're going for a period of time where a lot we're having 
periods of time where they are going retrograde together, but where they are going forward together when it's APDM, all planets in direct motion. And for the last three years, I think it is, and next year included, the beginning of the year, we're in APDM, which is really a good time to have APDM. But here now we're going into six planets going retrograde, seven including Chiron, which is an asteroid. Um, and this starts with Uranus. Uranus starts it off, but only is it is six days later that Venus then, the Venus retrograde ends on the 4th of September. So um, that's that's like this six days of everything really slowing down. So even if you're going back to college or starting school or whatever's happening in September, it's like, whoa, it might not happen as smoothly as you might have hoped. So six days only. Um, however, so that's that's Venus. She is going to be finishing her retrograde motion on the 3rd of September in the USA and the 4th in the UK. And and really, you know, we I think it's almost like we're going to miss this Venus, this intensity of the Venus retrograde. She's pulling up into reverse gear and allowing us to review, you know, our romantic situation, our career, our aura. It's all been upgraded. Um, but then a day later on the 4th of September, um, it's like Venus says, I'm, I'm done here over to you to Jupiter and then Jupiter goes retrograde. So we're back again in six planets, APDM, but this time only one personal, which is obviously Mercury. So suddenly on the 4th of September, Jupiter is going retrograde, um, pulling back into the largesse of the earthly concerns of Taurus and, uh, and what is going to be occurring there. Now, Jupiter and Uranus, it must be said, want us to feel into our bodies more, to get into our natural habitat, our natural physical urges and and um, uh, and feelings and make sure that we're in our comfort zone as well to get uh, to find out more about ourselves, our bodies and to find more about ourselves as animals, really, and as sexual beings. So I just wanted to add that to this Jupiter adding to this retrograde motion of six planets like a big wave of retrograde of going inward so it's going to be okay if you're going to go inward on this and not progress outwardly um, and maybe even consider things from before and feel things much more keenly um, and also it's like going on to the working on the idea that you're going to feel things then think about them and then do them when ordinarily as a modus operandi, we're going, let's do it. Then we think about it and then we might feel about it a week later. So the do think feel is how we're moving in sort of this current earth era. But before, you know, in, in much more um, in antiquity, we would have been going feeling about things, then thinking about them and doing this. So the feeling would be much more important. So six planets after Jupiter goes retrograde. Um, will be in retrograde and that lasts for two weeks. So including the Venus retrograde point earlier, that's three weeks in total through the end of, um, from the, 20, the 29th of August through till um, way into September. Um, 
Mercury finishes it, thank God, finishes the retrograde at eight degrees Virgo. And that ends on the 15th of September. So it and leaves the shadow on the 29th of September. So maybe this is the clearing the need. This is the this is the hunkering down and really looking at the facts that we need. Um, and so that brings us through September, really. But we're looking immediately now on the kickoff, the 21st of August and then the 23rd of September. Uh, because this, these ideas of what shifts happen then are going to kind of be more intensified into September. And then, of course, in October, we start eclipse season. Um, and that's a whole nother subject. But anyway, I want to thank you for listening and um, see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.